And our guy Dan Tanner said, sorry, I'm late. I had to finish the season debut of The Mandalorian. That's okay. I appreciate you making the time after The Mandalorian for me here on Sports Talk Chicago. John Meadows here with me and all of you here with me as well. We're live on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. You could comment, join the stream, let us know how you're feeling. You can also find me personally at John Z Sports. And by the way, one more thing too, make sure you hit up our podcast. Uh, if you're driving in the car, driving around the next day, or you want to hear specific segments of the show, but you don't want to watch it, maybe you're busy doing something, have your AirPods or your earbuds in, you can just search up Sports Talk Chicago. We're on every podcasting platform, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, tune in. So if you're looking for a way to download and listen to the audio portion only of the show, we're on there. And after every show, we do upload every specific segment onto that portion. So make sure you hit up the podcast, too, if you're in need. All righty. This should be fun. The Blackhawks have traded Patrick Kane. I am not, and we do not, cover hockey intensely on this program. Many of you know that. But I think everybody could say something about Patrick Kane. Everybody knows who he is and knows the contributions that he's made to this team. Saw something from Joe Brand. He does Blackhawks pre and post on WGN Radio. He said this past week was the first time since 2004 that the Hawks didn't have a combination or any players like uh, Keith, Seabrook, Kane, Taves, and Patrick Sharp. So this past week and now currently, it's been the first time since 2004 that not one of those guys have been appearing in a game for the Blackhawks. How crazy is that? <laughs> Look, I understand why the move was made, and I want to say this. The Blackhawks are doing what the Cubs did. So I respect the mission and the end goal of what they're trying to do. They're trying to rebuild. They're trying to be a brand new team. They're trying to redo and rekindle the flame of their Stanley Cup championships. The Cubs made the tough decision to get rid of Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, Chris Bryant, and I think it's worked fairly well. And this will work well, too. The wound is fresh. Everybody's hurting. Saw a piece saying that the Blackhawks players are suffering from mental health crisis. Not even kidding. I, I read a piece about that today in the Chicago Sun-Times. So a lot of stuff is going on. A lot of emotions are out there, and people are trying to process the entire situation, which is understandable. See, it's way different because Kane won three championships for them top pick, unlike Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, who won one and then kind of spaced out. Three championships, definite Hall of Famer, Blackhawk for life. You really can't imagine Patrick Kane not being on the Blackhawks, not wearing 88 on the ice with red. Well, he'll be wearing a different, different kind of red now on the Rangers. But, yeah, it, it's very shocking. So I appreciate and I understand the mission from the Blackhawks, and I have no issues with it at all. Nothing. But here's my problem. My only problem with this. The Rangers sent a conditional 2023 second-round pick and a 2023 fourth-round pick to the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for Kane. If the Rangers win two playoff rounds this year, the second-round pick becomes a first-round pick in 2024 or 2025. The Arizona Coyotes got involved as a third party to retain some of Kane's salary and make it possible for the Rangers to fit him in under the cap. In exchange for retaining 25% of Kane's cap hit, the Coyotes got a 2025 third-round pick from the Rangers. Does this trade sound fair to you? That's the question I pose to everybody watching right now. 
does that trade for Patrick Kane sound fair to you? The Blackhawks gave up Patrick Kane. And they did not even get a guaranteed first-round pick. Meanwhile, a different team that had nothing to do with this got a third-round pick. And the Hawks might get a second and a third, and that's it for Patrick Kane. This is my problem. Patrick Kane is still a productive player. And I read an article today saying that the Rangers fleeced the Blackhawks and that they're ready for a Stanley Cup run. Patrick Kane is not over the hill by any stretch. He's still a very quality hockey player. Why are you not getting a guaranteed first-rounder for a future Hall of Famer and a franchise legend? Again, Cubs situation different. Everybody was over the hill. Chris Bryant sucked. Javier Baez sucked. Anthony Rizzo sucked. They all went. They were playing like crap. The Cubs were playing like crap. Goodbye. Fine. I'm okay with that. Cubs didn't get back amazing returns for all of them, but they still got something back even though they weren't performing, which is a credit to Jed Hoyer. Here, though, we have a rookie GM with the Blackhawks, Kyle Davidson, and they get back a conditional first-round pick, which is probably going to be a second-rounder, unless somehow the Rangers win the Stanley Cup, and then a fourth-rounder, and then Arizona gets a third-rounder just because for taking on some of the salary. Don't like that trade. I don't like that trade. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it is right. And I think the Blackhawks, in a sense, got fleeced. And that's what pisses me off because this is somebody who is a franchise legend, definite Hall of Famer, great player, quality person, and this is the thanks that the Blackhawks get for it. Meanwhile, the Rangers are gearing up right here for a Stanley Cup championship with the addition of Patrick Kane. The Rangers bolster their Stanley Cup chances, and the Blackhawks get a couple of late picks. For a guy who's going to be a Hall of Famer who won three championships with them, who is not over the hill keyboard. Nope, don't like that. Don't appreciate that. I don't think it is fair. And it's a shame, you know, you would think the Hawks, especially with how close to the best they've been before the trade deadline, you would think they demand a King's ransom for somebody like Kane. Maybe not as much Jonathan Taves due to health issues and lesser performance. I, I would understand that. I would understand it. And he's not even healthy right now. He's suffering from long COVID symptoms. So he wasn't even on the trade block anymore. He took himself off. That's fine. Great. I'm, I'm okay with that. But you would think for somebody like Patrick Kane, who's still healthy, who could still perform at a decently high level, you would think they would demand everything. He's your franchise legend. He's your last cornerstone of the franchise, of the dynasty, still performing at a high level still himself on the ice, and the thanks you get and the return you get is a non-guaranteed first-round pick, another late-round pick, and then a different team gets a third-round pick for assuming his salary, 25% of it. The Rangers gave up essentially nothing for a Hall of Famer who is still productive who could help them win a Stanley Cup. And the Blackhawks just rolled over and let it happen. If the goal is rebuilding, if the goal is bolstering your team, will these picks really align with that goal? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe the Hawks will strike gold in the second or third rounds. 
and they'll make something happen. But there's not even a first-round pick. There is no guarantee of anything. The only guarantee is that the Rangers are ready to win the Stanley Cup, and they took Patrick Kane. That's the only guarantee. The only guarantee of this entire trade is that the Rangers are ready to win the whole thing, and they took a legend from the Blackhawks for absolutely nothing at the end of the day. That's the only thing guaranteed. Just to remind you of the conditions surrounding the pick, the Rangers sent a conditional 2023 second-round pick and a 2023 fourth-round pick to the Blackhawks in exchange for Kane. If the Rangers win two playoff rounds this year, the conditional second-round pick becomes a first-round pick in 2024 or 2025. So not even for this year. And the Rangers have to win in order for that to become a first-round pick. What a damn joke. That's that's, That's horrible. A horrible deal for the Blackhawks. I love the spirit of the rebuild, and I love how committed this new regime is to doing it, but if you're going to do it, do it right. (laughs) If you're going to actually commit to this, then do it the right way. You're getting back peanuts for a Hall of Famer who can still perform, who's a cornerstone of your franchise. It's not like it's a Chris Bryant or Anthony Rizzo or Javier Baez situation. Kane is still performing. He won three championships with you. You drafted him and developed him. And now you're sending him away for a second and fourth round pick that could become a first round pick if all these different conditions are met. Give me a break. If you want to be committed to a rebuild, then do it the right way. Stashing third round picks is not a rebuild. It's a failure. Saying, hey, I have 50 picks, and they're on the third through fifth round. That's not an accomplishment. It's a failure. You need to get back more for somebody like this who's a cornerstone of your franchise. You did not do that. The Blackhawks failed in this trade. They succeeded in their idea. The idea is good. The execution was bad. They get nothing back for an NHL legend, for an NHL Hall of Famer, for a Blackhawks legend, They get nothing. They get peanuts for somebody who could still perform and someone who will probably help the Rangers win a Stanley Cup. They they lost the trade, and they got placed. Candlin, the fact that Chicago didn't even get a player of some type in return hurts. Yep, Arizona and Chicago got fleeced, in my opinion. I think it would have kept Kane like till retirement says Joseph and Dan, Dan Tana. Good Lord, those conditions. Yeah. And that's why I read them twice. You said those stipulations for the first round pick are ridiculous. Yes. That's why I made, I made sure to read them twice because they're so lengthy. It's like reading fine print. It's like all those gambling commercials. You ever hear those on the radio? It's like 30 minutes of fine print. 1-800 here, 1-800 there. In this state, that state, this state. That's, that's what it sounded like that I was reading to you, the stipulations for this pick. <laughs> and don't even do the trade. And then keep Kane around, because unless you're going to get back a lot for him, demand a ransom for him, get something that's going to help you, there's no point in doing it. The Hawks lost this trade, and it's a damn shame because Patrick Kane is Patrick Kane. 
you know the name, you hear the name, you know what he's synonymous with. Winning Stanley Cups, performance, legendary status, Hall of Fame, Blackhawks. And you piss all that away for maybe a first-round pick if the Rangers win enough and a fourth-round pick. Bad trade. 